You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Listen, people, 
Listening to African Perspectives, where we review the issues of our day from an African worldview and African centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters. In the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors and we say the word ashe. It simply means so be it. So we pour this libation to God for all that God has done and for all that God will do. We sashay. We pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity, everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future. We all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Tymeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured a libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. 
You say, Ashe? We pour this libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, Benin, Great Zimbabwe, civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So we poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So we poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. We pour this libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we sashay. We pour this libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted. And we will always resist. So we pour this libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We pour this libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We pour this libation to brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good. Because why? We lack consciousness. And consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. Brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. Shemhotep means go in peace. Good morning, African world. You are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. And I am your host, Baba Oshi Hotep family. Hope everything is well with you today. Hope you're going to have a good day today. Hope you get a chance to do all the things you want to do, should do, must do, can do, and will do. Hoping that the weather will be accommodating for you to do it. But of course, uh, you know, the weather is always kind of whack, wherever that is in these states lately, ain't it? I tell you, climate change is real, family. That's for sure. But I hope you can get it done and do it safely. Okay? All right. 
This is African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain, or 8 to 10 Pacific, or any other time around the world. But if you cannot listen to this program live, you can always go to our archives at timeforanawakening.com. At the top of the page, you'll see podcast. Click on that. The drop down, you'll see African Perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled. Also, you can use a shortcut. That's right. Whether you use um, Internet Explorer, Firefox, Google, whatever, AOL, whatever, put in the search babaoshi.net, B-A-B-A-O-S-H-I.net, babaoshi.net. And then there, once again, will be programs that are dated and titled. Other programming we have here on Time for an Awakening Media once again, this program is every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And all times are going to give our Eastern Times. Tuesday, Tuesday evening, they're going to be coming back real soon. Black Reality Think Tank with your host, Alfonso Watkins, in honor of Dr. William Rogers. Black Reality Think Tank, 8 p.m. on Tuesdays. On Fridays at 8 p.m., Time for an Awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. Time for an Awakening. On Saturdays from 7 to 9, the Sankofa Elders Council. The Sankofa Elders Council. And then on Sunday at 7 p.m. once again, time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. And the number to call is 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. All right. Also, too, you can go to other search engines, you know, Google. and Because um, I know to listen to the program, sometimes when you go on TuneIn, they interrupt the programming with commercials. So you can go to Time for an Awakening to listen to the program or Black Talk Radio Network. And our brother, brother Paul sent me another link that you can listen to the program. So that's all good. Other programming. Oh, well, not the program. We did that. I'm just excited, family. That's, don't, don't, don't mind me. <laughs> all right. We buy black. We buy black. <laughs> the largest online marketplace for American African owned businesses is WeBuyBlack.com. Get everything you need from American African owned businesses. WeBuyBlack.com. That's right. Check it out. WeBuyBlack.com. Africa for the Africans. Africa for the Africans. Brother Momani Tahima has been taking our people to the motherland for many years. Uh, I think a few hundreds. Yeah. And he's going very soon. Next month. That's right. March March 30th to April 9th. March 30th to April 9th. Going to uh, Senegal and Gambia. Then May 24th to June 5th to Ghana. July 20th to the 30th. Rwanda. November 16th through the 27th, Tanzania. December 24th to January 4th, 2024, Azenia. March 29th to April 9th, Liberia. July 11th to the July 23rd, 2024, Ghana. November 21st to December 2nd, 2024, Kemet. That's right, family. Brother Mani Tahimba has Kemet on the schedule. 
you know, I, I know it's quite a well over two years away almost, but uh, November 21st to December 2nd, I would say contact Brother Bomani Tayemba. You can give him a call at 404-931-9429, 404-931-9429 about any of these trips. And, of course, they put a down payment on and pay on it and you're off. But because everything that you need to make this trip is on the website, AfricaForTheAfricans.org. All the forms, requirements, shots, visas, and so forth. If you want to see pictures, go to Facebook.com forward slash Bomani. You want to see videos, go to YouTube.com forward slash Bomani 2007. Africa for the Africans.org. Habashah. Habashah Incorporated. Habashah stands for helping Africa by establishing schools at home and abroad. And of course, the uh, programs that they offer here and working out of here in Atlanta are Habashah Works, Black to Our Roots, Sustainable Seeds, Golden Growers, and Urban Green Jobs. And of course, the Kashi Project, which was launched back in October last year's beautiful picture that they have. Check it out for yourself. Go to Habashah Incorporated.org. Habashah Incorporated.org. LEDGE. LEDGE stands for Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. The LEDGE Group.com. Brother Peter Brown. And uh, they deal in the area of food, water, clothing, and shelter, the four areas of necessity of vital importance for human life, food, water, clothing, and shelter. They have 12 projects in six different countries and over over 170 employed and over 260 members. Become a member of the Ledge Group. In fact, if you become a member of Ledge, you have the opportunity to buy land in Tanzania at $250 an acre. That's still happening. All right, the Ledge Group. B-B-A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I dot com. B-B-A-B-I-T-U-M-I.com. Brothers and sisters, uh, many programs that they offer is another site that you can use to uh, listen to Time for an Awakening and this program as well. So um, I suggest that you do that. I suggest you go on the website, but be patient with the website because it's coming out of Ghana. And sometimes it'll stop on you. Just be patient. Hit the wait sign. And then there it is, the programs that they have. Uh, they have a conference coming up uh, July 7th through the 9th. July 7th through the 9th coming out of Ghana. That's right. You know, Empowerment Conference, Education, Military, Institutional, Economics, Agriculture, Technology, Family, Community, and Nation Power. Abibiatumi.com. A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I.com. Smy Pharmacy. Smy Pharmacy. Brothers and sisters, contact Brother Jabril. If you are thinking about doing something with your health this year, a different path, a different way, contact Brother Jabril. He'll have a formula for you, have a program for you. The amount of the program, give him a call at 770-765-7751. At 770-765-7751. Also, too, online or uh, email. Give him a call. Give him a call. <laughs> Drop him an email at smyfarmacy at gmail.com. S M A I F A R M A C Y at gmail.com. Excuse me. Brother Moses West, the Moses West Foundation.org. Um, Brother Apollo gave me a 
call. He says there's something happening that um, he wants to um, comprise me up. I'm looking forward to that because brother brother Apollo good brother man and where's that at? Brother Apollo said he's got I'll, I'll, I'll pick it back up but yeah so I said okay cool you know give me some updates yeah I mean you know this situation with the water and Jackson Mississippi and what um, Chokwe Lumumba son is going through as mayor is, is ridiculous but it's going to be dealt with no doubt about it it's going to be dealt with and water of course water is, is a, a necessity even though rivers are drying up lakes are drying up climate change is real but still moisture is in the air now I, I thought about this though family before I go through other announcements I thought about this that uh, in Ohio Palestine Ohio the train derailment of toxic uh, <clears throat> films and liquids and so forth being spewed into the atmosphere, into the air. Man, can you still use that machine? Will it filter out all of that and produce clean drinking water? That's a good question. We'll try to get an answer, but man, you know, I remember uh, uh, for quite a while the acid rain issue back in it was the 90s acid rain issue and that's, that was also part of the greenhouse gas effects and so forth the climate change that has been happening and ongoing and it will not abate in fact it will get worse because there is no real serious push for electric cars globally globally so yeah other Things we promote here on African Perspectives. Well, Dada's Healthy Marketing Juice Bar located in the West End here in Atlanta, Georgia. Across the street from Soul Vegetarian Restaurant. Up the street from the Shrine of the Black Madonna. Uh, my good sister, Sister Cherie, Sh- <coughs> haven't seen her face there. Haven't seen her number in quite a while. Good sister, though. Beautiful sister. Yeah. Taishi. And uh, she asked, is the uh, classes still going on at the shrine? At the shrine? I'm going to give them a call and see what's happening with that and get back with it. Because I do, too. I missed the uh, the history classes that the shrine was offering. I'm, I'm not sure if you have a shrine of the Black Madonna in your area. I know if you're in Detroit, you do. I know if you're in Houston, you do. And uh, they have those classes there as well. So check that out. Check out Wadada's Healthy Marketing Juice Bar. Give them a call at 404-444-1635. That's 404-444-1635. Medu Bookstore in the Green Bar Mall tomorrow evening. Me and my good brother, we're going to be young brother, my young uh, man. He's a good man, he's a smart young man. We're going to be doing a presentation on ancient Kemet and and uh, some information taken from the documentary. If, it's, if you haven't seen the documentary, I suggest that you do. It is three and a half hours long, but be patient. Break it down the way you can in your time. Great Pyramid K, 2019. Great Pyramid K, 2019. It explains how the pyramids were built and who built them. Now, there's all kinds of uh, information about 
how the pyramids were built and who built them. We know that. It, it's been, that's been going on from day one. And of course, one of the main things that, uh, that is being challenged is the fact that we did it. And still, even though Dr. Sheikh Anjad Diop in 1974 won the debate clearly that the ancient Kemetic people were African, they were black. Yet and still today, some of those so-called Egyptologists, they're adamant about European-looking people when it, or, or either the, the Arabs that are there today. In fact, if you know, if you remember a few weeks ago, Kevin Hart got into an issue because he said, you know, Egypt is black, you know. And they said, well, we're not, we don't want Kevin Hart uh, uh, coming into our country and so we're going to try to ban him. Man, I'll tell you, you know, they, they ain't going to give it up. And I don't give a damn if they do. It is what it is. So check it out. The Meddu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Give Mama Nia a call at 404-346-3263. 404-346-3263. I appreciate this opportunity to present to our community with my fine young brother. All right, Brother Olu. Amani. And uh, so that's at the Greenbrier Mall tomorrow at 430. The Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar in Lithonia. Give Brother Gazimdi a Jamu a call at 770-305-6373. That's 770-305-6373. Brothers and sisters, there is light in the Black Dot. And that's in Lithonia. That's east of here off of I-20. And uh, that's 70, exit 74, make a left. Go down about a mile, about a mile. And on the left will be the Black Dot. The Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar. Jump back on on that street. And of course, uh, head south and then jump on I-20 again, heading east. And this time, take the next exit, which is exit, exit 75, Turner Hill Road. Take that exit, go down three lights, make another right, and on the left will be the new Black Wall Street Market. The new Black Wall Street Market. One of the uh, patrons there is Afroletics, my good brother, with the uh, African theme uh, sportswear. You know, the Dogon, the Moors, the Omex, the Zulus, the Rebels. Uh, <clears throat> man, uh, Matt Turner, Harry Tudman, he has some beautiful stuff. Athletic wear. That's at theathletics.com. Us lifting us. F- us lifting us to economic development cooperative for our people. It's tomorrow, Thursday night broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash ULU. Us lifting us from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. If you want to give them a call at 929 477 2789, that's 929 477 2789. Us lifting us. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop and everything else in Macon, Georgia. Brother Abija's got it going on at 2910 Napier Avenue. They're open Tuesday through Sunday at 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. in Macon, Georgia. Give Brother Abija a call at 478-256-1166. That's 478-256-1166. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop in Macon, Georgia. 
Sun Got Essential. Sun Got Essential, a one stop natural shop located in 4140 Jonesboro Road in Forest Park, Georgia, inside the International Discount Mall, Booth 225. Brothers and sisters, give my good sister Shelly Amonset a call at 404 434 7963. She has some good stuff for those who have beards, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah, some real good stuff. And of course, shoes and, and t shirts and so forth. That's right. Sun Got Essence, your one stop natural shop. Sister Gabrielle Aurelia has been an outstanding job in the island of Haiti. Check it out at Sanjay-Haiti. S-O-N-J-E-A-Y-I-T-I. Sanjay-Haiti.org. The great work that she's doing. Those young people, uh, education, health care, sustainable agriculture. Man, it's beautiful. Baba Baruti, I'm not sure he has something coming up. I don't haven't seen anything on my Facebook page, but I'll find out. But of course, you can give uh, to what Baba Baruti is doing at Akaban Institute at PayPal, Yah Baruti at Yahoo, at Cash App, dollar sign Yah, the letter M Baruti, and make your donations. And of course, uh, if you want to check out uh, books that the brother has, go to AkabanHouse.com. He is a prolific writer. In fact, a new book is coming out. And, of course, he'll be my guest next month. And I look forward to uh, Rudy. Always do. Always do, family. And you know it. All right. I know my brother, my guest, Brother Franklin Jones, the Black People Matrix, is coming up. And so let me get to the Enya Sesem of Daily. The Enya Sesem. The Enya Sesem of Daily revolutionary thought. February 21st, of course, February 21st was the day that Malcolm was assassinated. Sunday, February 21st, 1963. In fact, it, um, 1965, excuse me, 1965, I know where I was when I heard the information. I was in the car with my mother and my auntie from Chicago, riding around, and I heard it on the radio. It looks like about 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, somewhere around there when I first heard it, and I was like, wow. And the only reason why, because um, Muhammad Ali, uh, I love Muhammad Ali boxing, and of course, he was associated with the Nation of Islam. And to find out what was happening with Ali, I got the paper and, of course, read about Malcolm. And then, of course, read the autobiography of Malcolm X as told by, uh, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Oh, man, we've got a bunch of folks on here. That's great. Oh, yeah, just hold on. <laughs> a bunch of people on here. February 21st. If you are deaf, dumb, and blind to what's happening in the world, you're under no obligation to do anything. But if you know what's happening and you don't do anything but sit on your ass, then you're nothing but a punk. Our good sister, Asada Shakur. Asada Shakur. And I got to give love to Cuba for sheltering that sister for all these many years. Because believe me, this system wants her. You, you know it. As war scholars, we must define criminal justice system to fit a conscious warrior mentality. Criminal justice system. Criminal. There is no need to change this term. Only it's, a, only it's working definition. For us, the Western justice system is criminal. It is a criminal justice system. 
It is the creation of Caucasian, European Caucasian extremists, racism, and privileged individuals, better known as white supremacy. It is the creation of that. That mind and therefore has been molded to fit its anti-African interests. So when we use the term criminal justice system, it is an indictment. The adjective criminal is descriptive of the nature of their justice system relative to us. Criminal stands alone as a defining adjective. It does not work in concert with justice to describe this system. It works alone as an adjective to modify justice, explaining its character justice system. Affirm, I have no excuse for following Africans to be victimized. Affirm, I have no excuse for allowing Africans, for allowing Africans to be victimized. February 22nd, it is far better to be free to govern or misgovern yourself than to be governed by anybody else. Hosajefo, Kwame Nkrumah. We can never overemphasize the importance of tradition. Our traditions are all that have come to work for us. They reflect our human essence, our interpretation of the universe, and for the most apparent manifestations, our deepest imperatives. In contrast to what those who work to bend our minds to their will have taught us, being traditional does not mean being archaic, outdated, outmoded, primitive, backward, useless, or out of sync with reality. For tradition is no more or less than all of the intellectual, mechanical, and metaphysical technology which naturally maintains a people as they come to see themselves. It is the result of untold generations consciously working together to correct their errors and perfect those corrections. Tradition is the culmination of all that has been tried and proven true through the experience of a people. It defines that people's worth and existence. Without tradition, a people cease to exist. For these reasons and more, we must get over the idea that our traditions, in and of themselves, but especially relative to the Europeans, to the Caucasians, to these crackers, are bad, dysfunctional, useless, or liabilities. We must stop allowing others to convince us that the most traditions do not make a sense. They don't make sense and do not have to make sense, and therefore can be discarded at will. No. Affirm, I allow and build on African tradition, Ashe. Affirm, I, I follow and build on African traditions, Ashe. Okay. The Enya. It's a sound of daily revolutionary thought. The Enya sound. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me find my brother, Brother Franklin Jones. You know, it's always good to have Brother Franklin Jones on with me. You know, he um he's one cat that uh he's one brother that um he always brings it, you know. I I remember reading Black People's Matrix. And I'm like, man, who's this brother? You know? There's a lot of others who who forward his memes, people that I know, you know. And so I said, I gotta find a way to let this cat know 
You know, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing him and I want to talk with him. And I want, in fact, I want him to be on my radio program. And lo and behold, it happened. Franklin Jones, the Black People's Matrix, what's up? Oh, Tep, my brother, Baba, how you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, dear brother. What about you, man? Fantastic. Yeah. I just got off the uh, phone with a brother from Liberia. Ah. He used FaceTime to, um, messaging to call me. Right on. And he was talking about how people like yourself and I, he's been following our information, listening to the Beautiful. To our broadcasting, Beautiful. and how it's reaching Liberia, and how he talks about, uh, it really felt great, that's what I'm sharing with you, how great it made me feel when we're able to get brothers from the continent yes. who are getting the same information and feeling the fire, the desire to wake up. And uh, he's been doing his own research and he's been spreading information among his fellow Liberians, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. And it's just fantastic. So I say that to let you know there are those who are listening. The, the, the awakening is happening, even though we're not seeing it. That's right. I agree. Yes. I agree. Powerful. I mean, powerful. I, I mean, even though here in this country, particularly, you know, because most of the information that you really do get is controlled by those that want you to listen or hear That's what they true. have That's to say. That's true. You know, so it makes you think, you know, when I was told on this, really, really, when I was told that I, the amount of listeners I had, I was really kind of surprised, you know. What's the I, amount? What, what was your amount? It was hundreds. Of daily, hundreds. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, yes, it was hundreds. But, I mean, only guys, I mean, you know, uh, uh, that call in a lot, of, I see them, you know, Brother Irv and, you know, Brother Lusk, you know, Baba. You know, the, the people that call in on a, on a constant basis, and I love yeah. them. I do. Yeah, I the majority is listening. But the majority, the majority are just listening, listen. yeah. They're listening yeah. on the radio piece. And some and some yeah. call in just to listen, you know. Yeah. Because they may not be Because I'm going to tell you, when you call TuneIn, uh, they've been cutting to commercials. So I could be talking right as I am right now. And, and those yeah. brothers and sisters will be listening. And next thing you know, they got a commercial. Commercials last wow. right almost last yeah. about a minute, you know, yeah. or a half a minute. So, but you know, as I say to you, you can uh, just go directly to timeforanawakening.com, you know, and you can listen that way, or even um, Black Talk Radio Network to to go right to timeforanawakening.com, and, and my program will be there, you know. Yeah, but, but there are there, there are ways because brother Paul, it was happening to him a lot in the UK. Yeah, and and he sent me a, a link, you know, where you can do that. You can listen without being interrupted by, you know, those commercials, so so to speak. So absolutely, yeah. You know, I'm not surprised that you have so many um, people listening because I know that the revolution is happening. Uh, remember back in the 1970s, the brother sang the song, the revolution will not be televised? Yes. Mm-hmm. Of course the revolution will not be televised because the television is controlled by our oppressors. And our oppressors don't want the ideology of black liberation to be spread through like wildfire throughout his garden of white supremacy. Right. So quite naturally, he's not going to show it. I gave an example. In America, there are millions of African-Americans who never use the N-word, who hate being called niggers. Mm-hmm. But we're never seeing that view on television. We're always seeing the view of those who black who people who call themselves niggers. Mm-hmm. We always see the views of those who hate their dark skins. We always see the views of those who despise Africa. But it's as if the millions of us who love Africa, who love our chocolate skin, who never use the N-word, like we don't exist. That's because right. the white man controls the media and he shows the ideologies that benefit and serves him. That's mm-hmm. what he propagates, yes. Right. 
because they're yeah. I I agree with you. I, I mean, you know, I cuss. I mean, I've cussed on this program, yeah. but I don't call us niggas. I don't call our witch, yeah. our women bitches or hoes. Bitches and hoes. There, there no. are many of us who don't do it. And there are millions right. of black men in the houses with their family. Yeah. But we never see them. We only see in the the image of the the, the, the single family. Yeah. The white man keeps us believing negative about ourselves. He keeps us believing that we're in a state of, we're in a state of crisis and we therefore needs him to govern over our lives. Mm. It's how he conditions us to think in ways that serves him. Well, I want to say this, that, you know, one of the things that that happens particularly here is that uh, the 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 attack on the African family because they understand this society understands what yes. what the real strength is for us as an African people is family, and so if I can mm-hmm. find ways to disrupt that and find ways yes. to put any information out there to get you at one another against one another, you know that's what the society does. You know. Yes, the, the welfare program, for example. Remember the welfare yeah. program? You can't have a man in your women. house. You, you can't have a man in your house. And they used to come to your house and check your closet. <laughs> they would go in your yeah, no, really. I've seen this person, the, the white person, the white social worker would come to the house and look in the closet, see if any men clothes hanging in there, see mm-hmm. if any men's shoes in there. Mm-hmm. And that's how they kept the black men out of the house, destroying the black family. Yeah. It's by the, I mean, it was intentional. And then, of course, yeah, the, the mentality. And when, the mentality. And when you the historical thing. After slavery, they never gave us. They never gave us those programs that they had promised to help um, lift black people up. But yet, when black people start seeking welfare assistance, which we had deserved that and more, they come in there saying, "Okay, the black man has to be out of the house." Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't even see how the system was the war against us. Right. And by 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 intent, by intent to destroy yeah. the African family, yeah. and that's what they continue to do. You know. Um, yes. Yeah. Oh, somebody, uh, 678, 678, good morning. 678, 895, good morning. Uh, I thought you wanted in, okay. Just want to listen, that's cool too. Whenever you want to, hit star twice and you can join this conversation with my good brother, the Black People's Matrix, Brother Franklin Jones, you know. Uh, you been? Have you been putting out any memes and, and information lately or are you, or are you still banned? Man, this brother, they put him in, in uh, Facebook prison a lot, man. Brother Franklin, are you there? Brother Franklin, are you there? Yeah, you had muted me. Oh, okay. I <laughs> muted you. Okay. My bad. Yes. I, I heard the message saying you've been muted, so I just wait for you to unmute me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's by, uh, yeah, right. Um, They've been blocking and shadow banning me, so I've been looking now for African Americans and African platforms so I can have that freedom to speak, but I'm still putting it out. Okay, good. But I know it's greatly limited, and that's how they do. But like I say, I don't sweat it. Like Denzel Washington say, if you pray for rain, you got to deal with the mud that comes with it. That's right. So, hey, I it say, is. I, I am. Say. Yeah. If they wasn't attacking me, if they wasn't going after me, it wasn't, that means I, my, there was no, there was no power in my words. The fact that they're coming after me, mm-hmm. I see that as a fact, the confirmation that there's power in the truth. Yeah. So I, oh, I, no, I oh, oh, there's no doubt. In fact, you know, my, even myself, I'm not concerned or worried. If, if 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 they kick me off this platform or yeah. whatever, um, even if they, I'm going to be who I am. Our people, yeah. in this juncture of our people's lives, of African people's lives globally, we have to have men and women 
who stand on integrity and speak out firmly for yes. for African people. It, it is vitally yeah. important. Ain't no time for no damn wimps or just as that the Enya the Enya Sasim I read said if you ain't speaking out you a punk. Uh, as Sada Shakur I agree. Said, I do too. I agree. And I say this: if you're not listening in, or if you're against black liberation, or or, or spreading of truth, you are complicit in your own mental enslavement. Mm-hmm. You are in fact the warden of your own mental enslavement. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's by design that our people have been conditioned, and, and this ties into our subject today. I know that we were talking about imagery, and we're going to go into the movie, The Black Panther, and the, the recent one. Right. And I want to say, I, I would like to say a disclaimer because I know so many of our people have been programmed to think in ways that serve the white society. So I want to say, many of those will say, why are you talking about the, the movie? It's just a movie. Or there were those who would say that um, we can't have nothing without black people complaining. Right. But, but the reality is, uh, even in the movies we watch, they're being controlled by the system of white supremacy. Mm-hmm. And there are rules about which type of dialogue must be allowed to be fed to the masses. There are narratives, even in our TV shows, that we will discuss and narratives we're not allowed to discuss. Mm-hmm. Because, um, if, for example, when Orlando Jones did American God, and he did his breakthrough character called um, Nancy. Oh, Nancy the Spider. Yeah. That's taken from the, on, yeah. Uh, they fired him, and they said that the character of Nancy was not the type of rhetoric that African-Americans need to be hearing. <laughs> that's what the whites say. They yeah. said that's the reason. They said it's not the type of, of rhetoric that the African-American need to hear, so they remove that character. In fact, Remember it, when Nate could... Parker did the Nat Turner movie? Yes. Yeah. When he did that movie, he said out of, out of nowhere, they started publishing all these stories about him, mm. tearing down his character. Yes. Uh, he, was in, uh, he was accused of rape in college, right. him and a friend. And and he was found innocent by an all white jury yes. for raping a white girl. But yet, they still, but yet they, they still did all that. that back up. That's right. And they, they still had put people. It there. And, it, and when he had the uh, opening of Nat Turner movie, they had people in the they had people protesting outside with signs. Mm-hmm. You see that they the, the the power that be don't want certain type of information spread to us. The information that spread to our minds must serve and protect the system of white supremacy. That's why, that's why they're four square against critical race theory. Uh, did mm-hmm. a piece on that just recently. How they're wise. constantly challenging. But, you know, uh, Brother Franklin, that has been a history. In my recollections of me coming up uh, in the 60s, and particularly in the mid-60s, late 60s, you know, even to the early 70s, challenging yeah. black history challenging us as a people you know all the time you know because because the education system is the bedrock of white supremacy Mm -hmm. because it allows them to indoctrinate white ideologies into our minds from a time we are five years old to time we're 18 five hours a day for during that time they're able to indoctrinate us they're able to instill the myth of white superiority into the minds of black students and into white students and they're able to condition us to accept white dominance over our lives by instilling the myth of white superiority into our subconscious mind from the time that our minds are young and most impressionable. That's mm-hmm. why they fight to defend the school system, because that's the bedrock of their white supremacy. Exactly. We that's how told, that's how things are disseminated. That's yes. how the, that's how these things get All into your mind. People don't understand the war against our mind. We've normalized mm-hmm. it. And because we went through the same school system, we, we take our children to the same school system, and we don't challenge it. 
We don't challenge the fact that our children are being given a, a, a marginalized version of themselves. Mm-hmm. It's all by design. Even the brother, when I talk to my brothers in Africa, there are Africans who, uh, because the white man controlled the education, mm-hmm. who's never heard the term colonized. There are Africans who said, I am grateful that a white man invaded us because if it was not for the white man, we'd still be living backwards. There are African-Americans who said, I'm grateful that slavery happened because if it wasn't for white man, we'd be backwards. That's yeah. because these black, these Africans don't know there was Africans who civilized Europe. And then when Africans, when the Europeans got the gunpowder from the Chinese, they weaponized that gunpowder and used it for weaponry which allowed them to invade Africa. Mm-hmm. But then they changed the narrative to make us think that they are better than us. Mm-hmm. You're right. That's, one of, that's one of the things that helped facilitate. That's one thing to help facilitate the Europeans' yes. rise. Superior weaponry over the yes, population. In fact, the, they were they they were living in in, in filth and dumb as hell yes. uh, until the Moors, who were African yes. Muslims, occupied Spain and Portugal or or the yes. Western Iberian Peninsula, and and, and taught. For 700 years, 700 yep. years, the European to get they, them they damn used to animals. They urine as medicine. Yeah. They used to use urine to clean. Yeah. And they used to believe that there was medicinal per, um, um, purpose inside human bodies. So they would eat human bodies. Yeah. And this is all in books written by white scholars when you study ancient Europe. But there's a reason why you don't want to hear that. All the narratives that we receive have been whitewashed because right. it instills white superiority into our subconscious exactly. mind. So, so then now you hear about Martel and uh, uh, yeah. Charlemagne and so forth. These Europeans who come up out of that that after that so-called dark age, medieval age, yeah. and and want to unify Europe. In fact, they they said themselves and said, "We may war amongst ourselves, but we're going to come together on those of us who are outside of us, and we're going mm-hmm. to take control." And they went around the world claiming everybody's stuff in the name of yeah. And so I give no excuse to any of the European countries. Some I have more disdain for others like Belgium, you know, uh, yeah. Germany, and particularly, particularly France and England. France mm-hmm. and England, because they're still doing it today. Well, they all are, you know. But but once and that happened, they once they started going around, they, one of the things that helped facilitate that was the ship-making capabilities, the map-making, which they yeah. did not have. Exactly. What I say- I think our people need to learn social science. And um, I'm back to social sciences because our society functions based upon prevailing narratives, not what's true. Mm-hmm. So those who, who are able to use their power to push their prevailing narratives onto society are the ones that become empowered by those narratives. Mm-hmm. And I, an example of this, of how people prevail narratives more powerful than truth, the, the Bible. In the Bible, they said that the uh, first man came from the rib of a woman. This is totally fiction. Yeah. But because that narrative has been believed, and they accepted, believe that that's historical. That narrative has been used to, to make women subordinate. Right. And, and people in the religious community said, you are subordinate. God made you for me. God made you to serve me. God made you from my rib. And people function based on a narrative, but it's totally untrue. All men come from the womb of a woman. But mm-hmm. you see how when you create a, another narrative and you put power behind that narrative, that narrative gives another group power. Sure. In the same way, the narrative that a woman comes from the, um, the, the, the rib of a man gives man power over woman, the, the narrative that whites are superior gives white power over black people in the same manner. Mm-hmm. Once you create a narrative and, and you put it on society, 
So the white man creates narrative that exalts himself and marginalizes us and then imposes it upon society. And then we function based upon those narratives. Let me, let me, let me get a caller in here before I go to a break. I'm going to go to a break in a minute so we can have the next uh, full time to talk about what we want to talk about in relationship to those movies and anything else and asking you to join the conversation. Brothers and sisters, if you were in the queue, which is, I mean, you've called and I got you on hold, you hit star twice, that'll let you in. I'm going to let this one in here, which is 464, 464, no, no, 646. I don't know why I keep saying 464. Is that the great Boogie Woogie Jones on air with you? Yes, oh? it is. I'm honored to have. Franklin Jones, the Black People's Matrix. That's right. Woogie woogie, my brother. How are you, man? Is is everything well? It's always entertaining to hear you on the air putting forward your message of the Matrix. Um, you sounding good. Yes. Um, you know what what's going on, my brother? Brother, every time I hear your voice, <laughs> I smile. <laughs> That's a good sign. <laughs> Brother, all is fine, all is fantastic, yeah. all is good. Well, you know, man, it's one thing I can say about you, Brother Jones. Your message is consistent. And it's pointed and it's on. And Relevant. it's always on point moving forward in regards to hopefully getting our people to get on track. So, right. you know, basically... I just wanted to encourage you to keep doing what you're doing and to just say hello to my man, Boogie Woogie Jones. Brother. All right. Thank my brother. Appreciate it all. All right. Oh, you can put me back on. Oh. All right. Okay. Thanks a lot, Jay. We're going to take a break. I know it's a little early, but I want to get this, get the music in and get back with the conversation with the uh, Black People's Matrix, Brother Franklin Jones. And because, uh, I mean, you know, it's always a good time, and me and him have been doing this now for quite a few years, haven't it? Yep, yes, that's true. Yeah, we've been doing this for quite a few years now, man, since we since we first reached out to each other, you know, and uh, and so happy to have done so, man. This cat has is, is been uh, somebody who uh, you really love to listen to, you know, and read his memes. I'm telling you, I... In fact, I did a couple of programs just reading your memes. I didn't talk to your ass. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> yes, I did talk to you. I just <laughs> yes, I did that, a couple... that's fine. I, I had a professor at a university uh, uh, reached out to me, told me he was doing a lecture based on my writings, and I said that's what it's about. Yeah. it's not about trying to to monopolize what I'm putting out or to be to hog it. The, the goal is to spread it and let others make it their own and, 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 and spread it. That's what it's about. Yeah, the, the, the goal is to teach our people, to teach our people what's man. being done to us, and then we spread it. Mm -hmm. um, truth is like a virus within mm -hmm. the system of white supremacy, and you want that truth to spread throughout the system of white supremacy. That's right. It makes the system of white supremacy weaker. That's, to me, it is the only thing that is going to defeat that mindset, and that is the truth of who mm -hmm. we are, and that we spread that truth and we embrace it. And we begin to, yeah. to embrace one another to work on the things that we must work on to prepare ourselves. Because this this shit is crazy. Oh, it is. It yeah. is. It is indeed. Yeah, this shit is crazy, man. So uh, You say you were going to a break or, or was I wrong? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to a break. Okay, okay. I would okay. say you finished part of it. All right. After the break. Okay. 
Brothers and sisters, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on TimeForAndWigney.com and BlackTalkRadioNetwork.com. We'll be right back. You stay with us. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Other days, other times, disappear out of sight. 
welcome back, brothers and sisters. You're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. Yeah, happier than sunshine on a lazy day. Me and my grandson, he likes that song. I love it too. And of course, the OG Bounce. I is an OG, you know. <laughs> the OG Bounce. This is African Perspective. My guest today is my good brother, Brother Franklin Jones, the Black People's Matrix. We're going to get into some discussion. We've got a lot of folks in the queue, and of course, uh, when I call for those questions, if you have a couple questions, a comment, or concern, just hit star twice or dial 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. My brother, what's up? Brother you, you what's up? Although it's an honor to be on your program, and I love your dedication. You're always on point. And you're always about liberation of your people. How oh, there's no doubt about, about it. it. There's no doubt about it. Because, you know, on this program, I always say this program is about independence, self-determination, liberation, and sovereignty for African people. The, the model yes. of this program is Pan-Africanism or perish, unify yes. or die, point blank. There is no other alternative. There is no. <laughs> <laughs> you I know. told you, my brother. Yeah. You know our conversation today, as you have said, you wanted to talk about the um, the latest Black um, the Black Panther movie. Not, not, yeah, not just the latest, but the, the both of them, right? Both of them, and of course, there's going to okay. be another because, of course, at the okay. end of the movie, you know, I, I ain't about talking about spoiling any ending for you, whatever. Is that T'Challa has a son? You know, yes, and 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 so that's going to also bring another dynamic and another. You know, uh, uh, a couple of more movies to the to the franchise. You know, yes, yeah. But but the franchise was created by Stan Lee of yes. Marvel Comics, and a long time ago. And 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 usually, in the comics, uh, the times that they were coming to existence, you know, there's issues that are happening in the society at large. And sometimes yes. the comic book character challenges the uh, entity or individual or a movement in that uh, happening at, at that time. And of course, when Superman came in, the Nazis, Adolf yes. Hitler was happening. And so, you know, he, he kicked Adolf Hitler's ass, you know, rightfully mm-hmm. so, I guess, if, you know. But here, when, when, when uh, Black Panther was created, the Black Panthers were happening. Yes. You know, but yet they made Black Panther coming out of Africa, coming out of Wakanda into a place that was, you know, mythical and great and, and, yes. and, and, and had a mineral that was beyond anything, vibranium. And then, of course, the CIA is somebody who assists them when we all yes. know the CIA has been a thorn in the side of African people. I can I can name at least ten leaders of Africa that have been assassinated yeah. through the CIA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so true. You know, and, and you know, someone another brother I saw recently was discussing that same thing of what you just mentioned. And I think a lot of our young black men are growing up idolizing the Black Panther, the fictional character, but they're clueless about the true Black Panthers. Those who stood up against oppression, those who built schools to take care of their children, those who defended their communities. But our children don't know these true characters, and these true characters 
have been replaced by a fictitious character within the psyche of our growing children. Mm-hmm. And that, that's horrific. It is, because number one, you get a distorted perspective yes. of the Black Panther, number one. Um, yes. Number two, I guess, is that the imagery that you're getting of the Black Panther. Yes. You know, that's why in the second movie, when she goes to the ancestor realm after her mom, I didn't expect her mama to get killed. I didn't know that mama got yes, killed. I didn't either. Yeah, I was surprised that. Uh, I think the purpose of how to how to help the story. I thought it hurt the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I did too. But of course, what I that that had to happen for her to become Black Panther. You know. Yes. Yeah. That's what ha- that had to happen for her to become Black Panther and to have the courage. But what was interesting is that when she went into the ancestral realm, she thought that she was going to see her brother and maybe even her mother. But who did she see? In the Killmonger. Ancestor. Killmonger. Yeah. And Killmonger told you, you gonna, I mean, you know, your brother's a good man. He was, you know, very comedy, very nice man. But who are you going to be? Him? Or are you going to be me? Kicking ass. You know? I said, yeah. yeah. You know, and of course, that's what she was. You know, she she what, was ready to kick. I'll tell you what I, what I didn't like in the storyline. And, and there was a thing in the storyline that shows you the power of white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Now, in the storyline, there were brown people who feared the oppression of the white colonizers who were yes. going to steal their minerals, steal their wealth. And they, and there was the, the, the black Africans who also had the same enemies, the colonizers. Yes. Now, when they, rather than coming together to defend themselves, they create this fictional crazy storyline where the brown people decide to kill an African girl who's in college because she built some machine. Right. So now the focus is not on the true enemies. And even though in the movie the enemies came into Wakanda, tried to steal the minerals. The enemies, these enemies had attacked Wakanda and had also attacked the Atlanteans. Mm-hmm. But what would they do? They still never, they never, there was no dialogue, none about attacking those who are attacking those or attacking mm-hmm. them. Damn, right. The story, the story made it with the Atlanteans said, let's go after the black girl in college because she invented some computer. So now the whole story is now, now the Africans are defending that girl from the Atlanteans. Now they're fighting among themselves even though their their enemies were the white society, right? You see that, right? And that's the same the movie, thing. They, they wrote it out of story, and that's the same thing in, in in the first one. You know, yeah. The the real enemy, uh, yeah, is European Caucasian supremacy, racism, and privilege, white yeah. supremacy. That's the real enemy, and yet here you have uh, the CIA yeah. has somebody who is aiding you and assisting you. And of course, you're looking at these other folks. I mean, because what was interesting in the beginning of the movie, in the second movie, was that uh, uh, the mother came to the UN in Geneva, yes. and 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 these two Caucasians were blasting her why uh, Wakanda did not release the vibranium that they said they were going to help assist. Because you remember in the in in the first yes. movie at the end, they uh, T'Challa went to the UN and said some things, and he's going to be assisting and doing this. And I'm saying, yeah. you should the hell with the UN. You should go to Africa. You should mm-hmm. go to the African Union and say to Africa, we're going to yeah. assist you 
if y'all get rid of that neo-colonialism. We're going to assist you if you don't have despots running your country. We're going to assist you if you're going to try to do things to elevate the living conditions of the people, the the, uh, uh, the health of the people. We're going to assist all of that. We're going to be one Africa, yeah. and we're going to defend that. We got the, but, the minerals. We got vibration. We're going to defend that. That would have been but, the birth story. But here's the deal. That movie... It's controlled by the white society. Okay. They made the movie, they produced it. And they know the movie had potential to be seen throughout Africa or throughout the black world. So they're not going to put an ideology into a movie that, that is against their interests. They're going to put an ideology it's feed into our minds that serves their interests. In the character of Killmonger, they vilified him. Man, he was talking about black liberation. They yes. had him kill a black woman. That's yes. all about design. That the black liberation person killed a black woman. Mm-hmm. And there was a scene in the movie where um, Killmonger was sending weaponry across the globe to Africans around the world to fight. Mm-hmm. And there was the uh, CIA, and the CIA grabbed this weaponry, and he shot down that, that um, aircraft that was taking weapon to Africans. Mm-hmm. And I was in an audience with a 90% black <clears throat> audience. And when the white CIA shot down the aircraft that was carrying aircraft, carrying weapons to black people, the black yeah. audience jumped up Jumped, cheering cheer, and cheer. applauding white CIA agent, mm-hmm. not realizing that they were so they were applauding against their own self interest. Mm-hmm. Didn't realize it. They, and, they don't realize. And because let me just say this. But, let me let me say this because most of us here believe we're not African. Most of us here believe we're Americans. We're just as American as any Caucasian who who took this land. We're just I'm as American as any Caucasian who came from Europe just decades ago or even sooner. That we're just as, in fact, we believe some of us that we're more Caucasian. I mean, we're more American, not Caucasian. Some believe that too. <laughs> that we're more American because we've been here for so long. And have they saying goes, we help build this. My brother, you just laid out a state that's among a collective state that exists, which is undeniable. Okay, now you've laid it out. I'm going to show you it's by deliberate design. Our people have to understand it's by design. Because if you go back to the 1930s, when um, Ethiopia was in war against Italy, Mm-hmm. Thousands of African Americans right. got in line requesting right. to go and fight in defense of yes. Italy. In defense. During the 1960s, African Americans would give themselves African names, wearing daishikis and afros. Mm-hmm. And what they did was um, the social scientists studied, and they recognized that the African American community had developed what they call a, uh, a adoration towards Africa that hindered our adoration and our allegiance to white America. So they said they had to erode black people's allegiance to Africa and also to make us more patriotic towards America. And they achieved this by denigrating the image of Africa. They started these propaganda campaigns where they continued to degrade. So when they kept showing African-Americans the image of the fly, the, the, the poorest parts of Africa, poverty, they made African-Americans ashamed of their culture. And once African-Americans became ashamed of the African heritage, they began to feel indebted to the white society. They began to feel that slavery benefited us. So this is why nowadays you said, we're not Africans, we're Americans. And that's why many African-Americans' minds have been so distorted that we become angry when we're called an African and we smile when we're called a nigger. And we've normalized this. Our minds have been socialized by our oppressors and most of us walk around clues of the fact. It's always by design whenever the oppressed thinks in ways that benefits the, the, the oppressors. Um, it, it's called socialized. It's a true science. They don't teach us in our schools. They don't teach us in our college. You have to study to find it yourself. 
socialized when the oppressors take their monopoly over all information that systematically fed into the mind of the oppressed to manipulate the press, the oppressed to think and behave in ways that serve the, the, the dominant society. We are socialized. And there are three ways to socialize the people, through what they're taught, through what they see, and what they hear. Because the white society controls the education we're taught, the media images we see, and the societal narrative that we repeatedly hear, this allows them to socialize us, and we don't even know it. We think our mindsets are our own. Right. Throughout history, the perceptions held by the oppressor never truly their own. They are perceptions beneficial to the oppressors that have been truly indoctrinated to their minds without even realizing it. Our people are clueless of the war against our minds. Dr. Jerome Fox uh, wrote the book, uh, The Oppressed, uh, Addicted to White, Addicted to White, The Oppressed in the League with the Oppressor in a Shamed-Based Alliance. That's a hell of a title. I love it, though. My good brother, Irv, <laughs> from Baltimore, he he always shoot that at me. The, uh, the, the, the I mean, just thinking about it, that's what it is. You know, yes. I like how you said the word shame. You know why? Yes. Because the white man uses the immense power that shame has upon the human mind mm-hmm. to mentally enslave black people. Mm-hmm. They keep us believing the way you truly mentally enslave a people is you take control of, you take possession of all of their narratives. Now, this, this gives you immense power over them because now you literally own their interpretation of themselves. And then you negatively distort their narratives. You tell them that they're the worst that they scored the lowest in school, that they have the lowest IQ, that they're killing each other at the highest rate, that they have no history because their ancestors were uncivilized. Once you do this, this, this makes you... Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Go ahead. This makes the oppressed more compliant with the oppressive dominance. We're being socialized to believe that we're inferior. Mm-hmm. And this is why they always... Um, we keep, you know why we keep hearing about black on black crime? Right. By making us feel that we are our worst enemies, it shifts our collective aggressions away from the white society we direct against ourselves. And the reason why they keep telling us that we're in a crisis, because it makes us believe that we, we need white society to govern over our lives. We are being conditioned, and we're clueless of our conditioning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are, man. We have no... We, we don't have a damn clue. We have what's going on. No. And you know what? When I talk to some people, right, um, they would say this, this saying that they learned from the white man. They said, Franklin, let's agree to disagree because everyone's entitled to their own truth. And so that's the white man created that narrative right. because I hate he, that. Is the, he benefits from the lies to create that narrative. But here's the reality. There's no such thing as many truths. There's only one truth and everything else is a lie. If you're not functioning based upon the truth, you are therefore functioning based upon a lie. And while other groups are able to function based upon lies, not the oppressed, the oppressed must function based upon what's true because if the oppressed belief system is flawed, then all liberating remedies that stem from those beliefs will also be flawed. Mm-hmm. This is why those that know the truth must teach it. African proverb. And and but see, some of us that know the truth, I don't know if there's a fear in wanting to, to share that and teach that and to go against the society norms and the society dictates. To some degree, yes, it is, because I think that's one of the things that pretty much rule us is fear. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay, right now for you, example, this is your, this is your podcast. Uh, you, do a, you do an excellent job, but no white company is going to hire you to, to, to work on their, on their platform, pay you millions of dollars a year, because there is no value in black liberated information. Uh, black people in America are paid millions of dollars for throwing a basketball through a net, but nothing he is despised for teaching black liberation. So you see how this distorts us? Uh, right. People are chasing the dollars. 
Right. They're chasing where money leads them. And the white mm -hmm. man controls that money so that you get paid for. So we think our heroes are basketball players. When, mm -hmm. In the ancient time, in early times, 60s, we know our heroes were Malcolm X, Dr. King. So now our people think our heroes are rappers and, and athletes. Mm -hmm. You see how our minds can completely be distorted? Right. Because they're the saying, the greatest voodoo is the media. Okay? The media tells us who to like, who to dislike, who to trust, who to distrust, who mm -hmm. to fear, what to believe. And the media is controlled by the white man. And, and that media goes into our home 24-7, seven days a week. You know? So yeah. he's able to able to socialize our minds without even realizing it. We have a caller. We have a caller. 334-334. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Brother Oshie, and good afternoon, Brother Franklin Jones. It's a pleasure to hear hear you again. Right on, um, Ted. Brother, brother Ted Luss, yeah, Montgomery, the, Alabama. Go yeah, ahead. That's me, yeah. Look, uh, uh, Brother Jones, I, I'm just curious. With regards to um, the negative consequences of cognitive dissonance, is this along – are there other examples that maybe we need to become familiar with um, to kind of help? understand where we are as a people now uh trying to understand again those negative consequences as a result of cognitive dissonance it's okay i think the most negative one is when we think against our own interest because when we hear the truth our cognitive uh -huh. dissonance prevents us from accepting the truth but but here's the reality though here's the reality some of our people you can't save them you cannot. I agree. Um, They're some, gone. Um, They're lost some of our souls. people, is, I compare it to a fruit, right. a fruit that falls from a tree, and mm -hmm. it rolls so far from its roots that it's no longer of the tree. The fall and the long journey has separated from the tree, and there's nothing you can do to return that fruit back to its roots. Some of our people are that way. So when you run into those people who are fighting you and resisting you, don't waste uh -huh. your energy. Continue to find those who are like-minded, those who want the truth, but don't waste your energy on those who are brainwashed. Because there are, you, you, you put the information out, if they're not receptive to it, don't hurt your head up over it. You just continue to put the truth out, and those who the truth is meant for will gravitate towards the truth. I don't hurt my, and my family, my family calls me Satan. They says, uh, um, they, they call me the devil because I don't worship Jesus. They say, I'm, my, my, my biological family are against me teaching the truth. That's my family, my mother, uh -huh. my sisters, brothers, and it doesn't bother me because they're ignorant, they, they are who they are. I just spread the truth for those who are receptive to it. I have a great, I have a closeness to people like Brother Baba Oshi because he is awoke. My own biological brother rejects, uh, he only defends the Bible because he suffers uh -huh. from the condition. But I'm not going to hurt my head up over my brother. I just continue to spread the truth, let the truth keep moving. Asante Sana, thank you, brother. I'll continue to listen in. Thank you, Baba Oshi. Always, Brother Ted. For Ted, love, love you, man. Appreciate you. Uh, and and as you were saying that, um, Brother Franklin Jones, the black people's matrix, I'm, I'm thinking about my own situation because I'm pretty much the same way there. I love my family. I know they love me. But, uh, yeah. you know, uh, you know, me changing my name, me wearing African clothes. Yeah. This wasn't no fad. Things that I have done was nothing uh, about. The, well, that's the that's the time. That's the era. No, I'm, this is who I am. I'm African. Yeah. You know. I'm African, and you know I'm not black. Black is a color. Dr. John Henry mm -hmm. Clark told us when you when you call a people, you must have you must conjure up land, history, yeah. and culture. 
yeah. land, history, and culture. We are Africans. Our problem is, is that many of us don't want to be Africans. And for those no. who are so indoctrinated, incul- yeah. inculcated, let them be. Let those lost souls be. And if it is the majority, yeah. so what? Let us deal with the brothers and sisters who want to make that change. The brothers and sisters yeah. who want to, uh, 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 to, to repatriate. The brothers and sisters who want to, you know, oh, here we go. Here's a good caller for you right here. Brother Paul. Brother Paul, good afternoon. Baba Ochi. And, uh, and our brother, the Black Matrix. That's right. Franklin Franklin. <laughs> How are you hey, doing? Brother, how you doing, Brother Paul? Well, you know, Baba and uh, Brother Franklin, I'm alive and kicking. So if I'm alive and kicking... I can do better and better I must do. I'm just doing, trying to do better. And every time I interject uh, with like, then I know I'm getting higher. That's right. So that's it, my brother. That's right. Keep, keep, keep interjecting with those of like minds. Keep, keep talking to those who have that spirit, man. Exactly. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, uh, Frank, Brother Franklin touched on something. Uh, you know, when you talk about family, uh, he said he said it, it doesn't concern it, it doesn't bother him well I, I have to be honest it bothers me it really does bother me you know because I, I I remember a stage in my life you know like uh for instance start questioning things I'm saying to myself how is it that when we go to funerals we're always dressed in black how is it that when we go to funerals we're always closing our eyes to pray uh Kenyatta said um that the white man came to Africa, mm-hmm. he, he told them to pray and close their eyes and gave them the Bible. And when they opened their eyes, they realized they had stole the land, mm-hmm. stole their names. That's right. You know, they got the Bible, they got Christian. the land. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I've, I've always questioned these things, and I've always wondered why most of those around me, including my family, just see no problem with it. Yeah, I, I, it bothers me. It's always bothered me. It's bothered me from, I, I can tell you, and I'm, I'm I'm telling you the whole truth. It's bothered me since I was a child to now. It's not something I grew into. I changed and became conscious. I've been this way since I was a child. I used to look at these things and wonder. I used to wonder. Sometimes I used to, you know, dare I say, I used to question if there's something wrong with us. I really did. Even yeah. as a young person, I did. Because I wondered why we, we followed these things like we were sheep. Almost, yeah. and I didn't. Yeah. Have, at those times, I didn't have the knowledge to fully understand what uh, these people have done to us or how they've indoctrinated us. I didn't, but I knew there was something wrong. So even today, as I stand and talk, I know there is something wrong. I know yeah. you may you may differ, but there is something very wrong. Yeah, yeah. We could be so modicoddled, how we can be so bamboozled, bamboozled how mm-hmm. we can be so hoodwinked mm-hmm. into this indoctrination. It, it's bothered me from when I was a young person, and it still bothers me just as much. And that's probably why, I, you know, like you and others, spend the time to reach out, because trust me, you know, uh, you know, I, I would always say that I'm a fighter by heart. I, I have to be honest with you. I, you know, I fight to the death. If it means I die, so be it. But mm-hmm. the truth of the matter, I know everybody ain't going to fight like that, and everybody's not got that in them. So all I can do is use my voice, you know what I mean, to try and awaken a few people because trust me, man, you know, 
the damage this uh, the uh, Bible or basic in- instruction before leaving England. This book, <laughs> the damage that has done. I thought it was basic yeah, instruction before the, leaving I, Earth, but basic instruction before leaving England. I got that. Well, it's, 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 it's in English, isn't it? It's in yes, English. It is. Yes, who, it is. Who, who, King James. It's in English, and who, who authorizes it? Isn't yeah. it King James who authorizes? It's King all mad. James. It's yeah. all so crazy. King mm-hmm. James, you know, King bloody James authorizes this book, basic instruction, because that's what it is. Basic yeah. instruction before leaving England. It's a way of uh, hoodwinking and bamboozling and modicoloring the people. That's what it is. Uh, and that's what it's done. It's amazing. And I'll, leave, I'll just say this uh, to, you, to you both. You must ask yourself a question. You must ask yourself a question when you wake up in the morning. Why do you speak English? You must ask yourself that question. Any conscious person. Yeah, you must come to the realization that this is a captive. This is a captive language. We speak. We've been captured. Our minds are being captured. A lot of European. A lot of European languages are the same because look what they have done since the uh, 14, 15, 1600s. They've colonized the world. So, if you're in Brazil, you're speaking Portuguese. You know, if, if, if you're in Absolutely. other other countries speaking Spanish, it, you know, and if you're in, in uh, uh, Haiti, you're speaking French. Yeah. You know, there's, a, you know, all throughout Africa, the colonization of Africa, you know. So that's why. And the most predominant language that is spoken is English. In fact, English, because of their dominance, was the language of business. I'm not sure if it is now. Uh, because of, uh, China might be Mandarin Chinese, but of course yeah. was the language was was the language preferred, you know, and 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 of course <laughs> on on the continent, you know. Bob Ochi, you know you know what that means really, and I'm just saying this, putting this out there. I'm not suggesting that so you know, it, you know sometimes a later stage of life is difficult to learn a new language, but what I'm suggesting is that we we acknowledge it. We must acknowledge yeah. the fact that. We are speaking a captured language, and and that acknowledge means you have to be in the act of knowing that you're speaking a captured no- language. So if you write a book, if you write a manuscript, if you sing a song, make sure you know it's in the it's in your oppressor's language. Mm-hmm. We we must we must put that out there. You yeah. know, we must put that in the ether. So and and at some stage it will change. Oh yeah, it has to. Let me get another caller in here, Paul. You hang on with us, okay? Uh, Brother Franklin, you got a comment on that? Oh, I totally agree with you, Brother Paul. But my my view on those who are who my family are against me or get angry, mm-hmm. it sounds arrogant, but it's the truth. I say that the they are sheep, and a lion don't concern him with the with what a sheep thinks. Those who are sheep, let them keep being sheep. I don't care, and this yeah. applies even if the sheep is my mother. I hear you. No, I'm if serious. you're against truth, you're yeah. against truth. Yeah, I hear you. 202, 202, good afternoon. Yes, sir. Greetings. Greetings, you all. Yes, sir. How you, you know, doing, Brother Rick? It's a good, yeah, it's a good segue because that's... Uh, it, wasn't it? That's a good segue because that's what you always say. We must, we must speak in another language so we can have cultural privacy. We must understand about how they listen in on our conversations and how they manipulate us. So we must do that. I agree. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's it's to me it's step number one, Oshi. I mean, you know, the the reason that they have interpreters who speak Chinese 
right now with the conflict that the U.S. is having with China, the reason that they have Chinese interpreters is because they don't speak Chinese. So they have someone who can interpret or decipher what the communication is between the two parties. Now, there are many uh, cultures around the world that have English as a second language because of what we've been talking about today. The, basically, uh, the enslavement of the minds of many other cultures to adhere to the will, the will and whims of white people which is what English is about. You, you, you understand what I'm saying so mm-hmm. far? Yes. Yeah. And, and, and so if we don't develop a way of community, it doesn't have to be necessarily a new language, but it has to be a way that we can communicate where they cannot decipher yeah. what that communication is about. You know, you look at dog animals, look at the animal world. Every species, every species, brothers, has their own language. Some of it is verbal, some of it is just mechanical, some of it is environmental, but they speak a language they immediately recognize as their own kind. We don't have that. We speak the slave master's language so that even when we go in a corner, even when we pick up our cell phone, even when we type a message on the internet, it is read just as quickly by our enemy as yes. by our friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they own the communication system. It's global. Yeah. yeah. So you can't do anything of substance. I, I mean this. I don't know how to prove it, but it's in, a, it's in my being. You can't do anything in, in, in an issue where there's conflict mm-hmm. with an opponent who wants you enslaved. Yeah. They don't want us, you know, I always, I mentioned this to you, Ocean, it's, it has resonated in my mind with, at the base of every comment that I make in this forum. Roger Cheney wrote in the Supreme Court opinion yeah. that the sons and daughters of Africa have no rights that the white man, didn't say the American man, it didn't say the liberal or the conservative, it says that the white man, and that's what they got on their birth certificate and their driver's license, that the white man is bound to respect. They can write any law they want yeah. that is supposed to be giving us uh, uh, equality, but they, in their own constitution, it says they don't have to respect it. Yeah. And they don't. So it is, it, it, is, it is a Ponzi scheme of grand proportion. Yeah. And we buy into it, brother. And, and, you know, to get out of this, I'm just convinced. I worked in intelligence for, not intelligence, but I worked in communications for a long time. And I know how important it is for people to make, um, uh, to, to exchange ideas in a way where their opposition doesn't have access to that information. You know, even, that's one thing the slave masters used to do. And I've said this before, Oshie. They would sit outside the cabins at night and just listen to the Negroes talk. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they knew exactly what their plans were. They knew who the leaders were. They knew who the opponents were. They knew the gullible ones. They knew the, uh, they, in other words, they knew the personalities and they knew who to go after. So they put people like Al Sharpton in public. Yeah. So the people will, so people will hear that 
watered down version of manhood. And oh, Brother, master, please listen to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, master, if we could just get another quarter on our income tax, we'd be happy. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. The hell with that. Uh, what yeah. I'm saying is, and that's essential because we're at war. You know, I mean, and we have been war. Yeah, we've been war. You know, and they're at war with China right now, and their shot ain't been fired. So yeah. war, all warfare does not necessarily include gunfire. No, oh no, it's or, ideological. But go, go ahead. It uh, is that's that's right. Yeah. It essentially, it's ideological. Mm-hmm. You know, in the Vietnamese, that's what they did. I remember when my older brother was in the Vietnam War and the things that he would tell me. And they were more friends with the Vietnamese than they were with the white folks yeah. that they were fighting with. Yeah, especially us. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm going to let Brother, uh, I guess, Brother Franklin get in here. Just well, hold on, Brother Ray. Now he's on point and remind me of a saying. Uh, Henry Barry, a member of the Virginia House Delicates, in uh, 1832, January 20, said that we must pass a severe law to keep these unfortunate creatures ignorant. We must do everything possible to prevent the light of truth from entering the minds of the Negro. And That's he's right. right. They, they use their monopoly to, to, to control us. And you know what I'm saying? If you can control what a man thinks, you don't have to worry about his actions. And the white man definitely does that. Yep. That's know? right. That's, yeah. That is the essential point. And, and I want to say so, something about the Paul oh. conversation when he, when he called earlier about something being wrong with our people. Uh, mm-hmm. There is there are a group of people, uh, they're, they're up in the age now, but we have modern people who can tell you about the, the colonizing and how brutal it was. In Canada, mm-hmm. we have Native Americans in Canada. Um, they're mm-hmm. now in their 80s, um, late 70s, and they're 80s. The rest are, you know, they're dying quickly. They're old. But they, they said that when they were kids, um, the, the white Canada government made a law that, that allowed the government to take the children out of the school, uh, out of their parents' home, and place and them in boarding school. And if the right. parents, and if the parents um, objected, a parent had to go to jail. Now That's those right. kids who are now adults now, they were telling the story of what was done to them in that school. They said they were told that their spiritual religion, their spiritualism, was evil. They were told that their skins were ugly. They were told that only thing beautiful was white. And these children were repeatedly told that they were ugly, that their religion was nothing, that their God is a heathen. And so therefore, here you now, this is the government, the government teaching these children to believe less about themselves. And I'm showing that this is a true social science. They denigrated those children to condition them to accept white superiority. So when we see once you've indoctrinated into our children, and that's reapplied often through the images we see, the movies we see, the narrative, the education we're taught. But it's a deliberate design, and our people are clueless that our minds have been deliberately shaped to think in ways that are against our own self-interest. That's right. We've got another caller. Let me get this other caller in. Uh, 443. 443, good afternoon. Brother Oshie, can hey. I be heard? Hey, Brother Irv. How you doing, man? Brother. Brother Oshi, you, you you outdo yourself every show. The brother that you have on right now is yes. is is amazing. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm listening to everything that he, I'm hanging on every word, my brother. I mean that, and I'm not just saying that to blow your head up because when you hear someone of like mind, and I don't hear that often, and, and Brother Oshi will tell you, man, I'll call or Brother Oshi just to say, can I just ask, run some things past you to fill my tanks up because I'm getting low on. on but the foolishness just takes over everything <laughs> in the society. Yeah. My brother, what you just said about those Indians, it's, it's still the same today. If you yeah. don't send your children to this indoctrination, 
to this public school when you don't have the money to send them to a private school. But if you don't send them to this school, they will lock you up. They'll yeah. send you to jail. And when yeah. you get to the school, it's a white woman there uh, telling, reinforcing what the child sees on television. Yeah. She reinforces that. So yeah. with their systematically, they're systematically, not, they're not coming for me, and they're not coming for you. They're coming for the children. They yeah. want the children to know that it's okay to wear a dress. It's mm-hmm. all right to be a girl. If you think you're a bird, get up on the roof and jump off. You, yeah. Whatever you think you are, it's all right. But yet we're going to try you as an adult if you yeah. kill somebody. Yeah. And if you, and if you, I mean, you're, it, it, it's so confusing. And whenever you're confused, that's when the, the, the oppressor can do, it can have his way with you. Because yeah. Can, exactly. Go ahead. People in the masses confused and distracted gives him his greatest power. You're absolutely right. Absolutely yep. right. And, th- and that's what, and that's what's going on when you, when you see these award shows, uh, all black people, the women out there, the whole stage smells like, excuse my language, the whole stage got to smell like ass because they ain't got no clothes on and they sweat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. And they, 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 it's Megan Thee Stallion and it's Cardi C or Cardi B mm. or whatever yeah. these people are. And they're, they're singing these songs of, they're singing these songs Bulgarity. about sex. They're, yeah. 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 All Everything's synonymous with, with vulgarity. And we've normalized it. Uh, the, I heard a song by one of the rappers saying, I get on top of a dude, he bust a nut in me, riding him. This is a, a, a song. Like, what the hell is this? And our young daughters are hearing these songs. You know? It's, yeah, oh, you're right. Completely God. vulgar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, it, and so what they've, and I'm, I'm going to stop after this. What they've done is they're normalizing this. Yes. So yes. now, and, and for the children who are impressionable, because you know yes. that. I'm impressionable. I can sit here and be, I can sing all the theme songs from the Love Boat to Hawaii Five O. I can <laughs> sing all those things because I was indoctrinated. Right at that time, in the, in, the, in, in the late '60s, early '70s. Me too, man. Oh, I, me too. I, mean, I can sing good times. All them jingles. Uh, come yeah. on, Laverne mm-hmm. and Shirley, because yeah. they understand the white people who identify themselves as white understand the power of music. Mm-hmm. Music yeah. is not entertainment. This yeah. is education. They yeah. are, the, the movies don't. The and, movies ain't to make see, you to make you laugh. The movies to make you think, and they yeah. want or you to, to think change, the way they or, want you. Exactly, so or to true. change your thinking. To change your thinking. Yes, that is correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. Here's another example of how we've been socialized. Fifty years, uh, during 1960s, we called ourselves brothers and sisters, and we called our oppressors crackers. Today, we call ourselves niggas and bitches, and call them white people. Is it not obvious we've been socialized to respect ourselves less and respect them more? Mm-hmm. Because words have wow. power. We don't even realize wow. it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. But yeah, yet, when the Black Panther it. movement, when the Black Panther movement was happening, they were honkies. They were mm-hmm. crackers. Yeah. Yeah. They were they, they were au-fait. Mm-hmm. But now yeah. we we don't even say you say honky or you if, even if I put on a, a dashiki and oh you man you dated what are you going to a seventies yeah. party yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but, but yeah. white people can put on whatever they want bell bottoms yeah. man you look good in that huh yeah. yes wow we have the socialized thing against our own interests you know uh, when you say for example you talk black knowledge I don't hear that black shit I don't hear that black shit man you yeah. that are you walk in the room, it's, oh, here you go with that black stuff again. Here you go with that black stuff again. They don't even want to hear liberating information. Their minds have been turned against their own interests. They don't even realize it. You're absolutely right. Yeah. You're, brother, you are fantastic. I'm going to put me on mute, uh, Oshie. I'm going to listen 
But thank you, brother, for coming on and saying what you're saying because, believe me, uh, if, if, if they may not be calling Oshie, but they hear you. They said, hear you. I hear you, you Believe me. I Put said. me on mute, bro. I'm the right. Thank you. Thank I you. Thank you, brother. I thank for the compliment, but I want you to I am humble. I am a servant to my ancestors, and this is something that's burning inside me. I must speak. So I appreciate the compliments, but I, my head never gets big because I'm a humble servant to my ancestors. Well, for those of us who do this liberating work, our heads can never get big because it's no. too much and that we have to be clear in thought. Yeah. It ain't yeah. self-aggrandizement. It ain't none of that shit. It is about what can we do to help service our people that we know yeah. are many of them are lost souls. How can we help yeah. them come to understand what they are up against? You know, mm-hmm. when I used to work in schools uh, as a firefighter, uh, I worked one day and I was off two days. And on those two days off, I would schedule during the week to go to uh, two or three schools, uh, particularly middle schools and high schools. Although I stopped working in middle school, middle school became very difficult. I worked in elementary and high school because the kids in middle school in that transition, a lot of them, you know, they were challenging. You know, know, anytime I got to put my hands on somebody, I got to (laughs) go. You know what I'm saying? Uh, You know, when I had to put my hands on that kid, I have to go. You know, yeah. so I, I think ego is the worst thing that happens in black liberation. The ego gets in the way. And I say this because I love Brother Akon for, for what he's done in Africa. Yes. He has provided like, yes. to a solar panel for, uh, for millions of Africans, millions of Africans. Yes. Uh, recently, um, in the last couple of years, some investors got around him, started focusing him towards building a, a city called Akon City, where he is the ruler of Akon City. And that um, endeavor has caused a lot of financial problems. Now he's bogged down. He's having problems. I felt that he should not have focused on building Acon City. No. But, but seeing you and, and you know, pu- pushing technology throughout Africa. Right. That's, that's, should- that's what he should have done. Ain't no damn yeah. Acon City or no Wakanda. What they should do is yeah. let's develop infrastructure on the continent. Yeah, Let's develop infrastructure on the. If you've been to Africa like I've been to Africa, you know infrastructure yeah. is serious. And I've been to Ghana, yeah. one of the first countries to gain independence in 1957. Yeah. And still today, I went there in 96, okay? First time there yeah. in 96. The last time I was there was in 19. The, the, the road yeah. is still bad. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. The road is still bad. And yet, all the gold that Ghana has, all the yes, other things you, they found, they found oil about twenty years ago off the coast. Yes. And yet, still the infrastructure. We need roads. We need sewage systems, water systems. We need so much, you know. And 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 that's yes. what to me should be the focus of, of of those on the continent and us, because the bottom line, family, is we got to help develop the continent. Our salvation, our independence, our self-determination is the continent. It ain't Milwaukee. It ain't Atlanta. Because Atlanta ain't no damn Wakanda. This is a whole- Our people have been made to believe that the reason why there are lack of infrastructures in Africa is connected to something inherently wrong with Africans. And that's what they've been made to believe because our people don't know of the systems that are in place to keep Africa as a third world country. That's in place to keep Africa on their knees. Because it, it's not within the interest of the Western society for Africans, Africa to rise. Well, because you know, they're dependent on Africa's natural resources. Right. And their ability to exploit Africa's natural resources is dependent upon Africa remaining a third world country. Exactly. 
You know, I played this. I played this, Brother Franklin. I played this many times. Howard Nicholas, and I always suggest that y'all go on YouTube, put in Howard Nicholas's name, and you'll see that asshole uh, on on the stage at the mic talking arrogantly about the necessity of keeping Africa poor, of keeping Africa yeah, from the ability. Yeah, I've seen that video. Yeah, and, and he, yeah, I, I did see that. Yeah, I want to keep Africa third world country. We keep Africa at the bottom. We yes, must, it's our uh, interest to do so. Yeah, they must never be able to produce anything. They must never be yeah. able to have the independence because we need these resources and we need them cheap. Yeah, because if because if that happens, as he said to the audience, if that happens, then we may be poor. I don't yeah. give a damn if yeah. you ever get poor, you son of a bitch. Yeah. We've for hundreds of years, y'all have subjugated our our people to this kind of situation yeah. and, and 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 of course propped up uh, uh, uh rulers individuals who are neo-colonialists propped these cats yeah. up gave them all kinds of money i can name names you know I, I was watching a uh a lecture on youtube a couple of days ago and his brother was talking about uranium see i hear about all of the, the natural resources from africa but this is the first I heard someone talking about uranium, but mm-hmm. all this uranium that comes from Africa. And they were saying the raw ingredient that, that produces uranium, which goes into a nuclear weapon, nuclear bombs come from Africa. And the nuclear weapon is the most powerful weapon we have today, and the, and the uranium coming from Africa. You see that? That's enough. That's just one other element why they want to keep Africa in the yeah. need that uranium. Yeah. They need our gold, our diamonds, everything coming from Africa. Everything. You know, these European Jews, European Jews who dominate and control Judaism and who, of course, established the uh, the state of Israel, who even mm-hmm. made through through uh, uh, Trump, Jerusalem, yeah. their their capital, made Jerusalem yeah. their capital. Their yeah. main import is diamonds. Their main yeah. export is diamonds. They know diamond mines in Tel Aviv. They know diamond mines in Jerusalem no. or anywhere no. else. No, no. Israel. It's Africa. Yeah. It's Africa, you know. I want to tell you, I want to tell the viewers, the, the listeners, something also about this. There's a perception management system in place. Okay, uh, after slavery was abolished in the United States, although the U.S. government did not give them the things they promised after the Civil War, um, it was in 75 years following the abolition of slavery, African Americans submitted 726 patents to the U.S. Patent Office. Okay, the U.S. government said uh, this more than doubled the numbers that were submitted by whites during the same time. And this was done in such a short time, even though Africans had just come from being enslaved. So for a people to submit 726 inventions within such a short time after being enslaved, where they were denied education, this is amazing. The white society said, they said, uh, social science, this continued, this could erode the white society's social dominance. So the white social scientist says, we are benefiting from the invention of these Africans, but we don't want our, our social dominance to be eroded. So they decided to implement what's called a perception management system, where it makes it appear that the, the, the inventions are coming from the great minds of, of white people, and that black people are the leashes of society who haven't invented much to our history. So it goes this way. People don't function based upon reality. They function based on their perception of reality. So the perception management system creates the illusion that whites are superior to blacks. And that illusion empowers whites and disenfranchises black people. So we are functioning under an elaborate perception management system. And it's created by distorting narratives. This is why most of our people don't know about the great inventions made by black people. 
uh, and, and I'll tell you how they distort these things. For example, when we go to school, they tell you that, uh, you know, I said before, but I, I hate to explain this. They tell you that Thomas Edison is the benefit of the light bulb, and they push that in our minds. But here's the absolutely 100% fact. When Thomas Edison invited his light bulb, no companies purchased it, no mass produced it, because it wasn't efficient enough. It only lasted a few minutes. It was very dim. The, the light bulb that was mass-produced, purchased, and invented around the world over installation was an African-American named Louis Latimer. But that's not in the history book. What's in the history book is Thomas Edison. The white man distorts that. The first car was invented by a brother named Patterson. But that's not in the history book. So the white man does this. He creates the perception. He creates narratives, false narratives that exalt himself and marginalize us. And our society functions based upon those false narratives rather than the reality. This is what the black people's basis is. We're functioning based upon false narratives, and our beliefs in that narrative causes us to function by it. This is the social science the white man has thoroughly studied. So he's exploiting our genius while maintaining his dominance by creating the illusion that he's responsible for moving the world forward. If it was not for Africans, we would not have skyscrapers because the African invented the light bulb, the air conditioning, the heating system. And the elevator. And the elevator. I mean, think about it. If you didn't have elevators, you wouldn't have skyscrapers. Because no one would have walked more than five stories high. But see, we Africans are walking around and clueless of our greatness. And that's how the white society maintains its dominance over us. By inject, injecting into our mind that we are lesser. Because see, that, see, why we are lear- because that's also why. why we are learning more racially affirming facts from each other than we do within our schools. You notice that? You are learning more stuff from listening to us talking among ourselves than our schools. Right. Because that's a social science. In order for a dominant group to maintain their position of dominance, you must deny the subordinate group of any racial affirming facts by themselves. This conditions us to accept our subordinate status. There's a war against our minds. We need to recognize it. You know. That's the black people's matrix. That's, a, that's what it is. Can I, because, can I add one? Yeah, go ahead. Go can ahead, I ahead. add one final point before I leave? You know, the brothers just made the point, and I just want to give a, a slight example. The reason that the U.S., quote-unquote America, is like it is, is because black people built it. We don't realize that. I know we, we don't. We were don't. the ones who put every infrastructure that's in motion today. We governed it. We built it. They just took control of it. Yep. The first when they motive, took control the first of our minds. Hold on. When they took control of our minds. Yes. They took control of our creativity, but we built this nation. Yes. We put the roads and the buildings and the highways. They did it under slavery, but we built it, which means we can do it. Right. But if we we've knew that, we've already done it. We've, we've already done it. We just got to realize that we need to now do this for ourselves. Yeah. And I don't mean the buildings and the roads. I'm talking about the creativity that produced those things at that time. We can produce something as a foundation for our future, for our children. God bless the children that we are going to help produce that will have a better life here or someplace else. Well, let me say this. I know we only have five minutes. Let me say this. I know. In, 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 in ancient Kemet, the civilization, there were so many hundreds of civilizations in Africa prior but it reached its apex, its zenith, its, its yes. pinnacle in, in Kemet. Because there had already been pyramids in, in Sudan and before the other civilizations yes. that had flourished. But in, in Kemet, it reached its apex. It was dynamic. 
the brothers and yes. sisters who were there. This is not this. This was not created by aliens. This was not created by a, right. that somebody from Atlantis. This was created by the Africans themselves because yes. they had cooperation, organization. They had all of the things that are necessary to thrive. They wasn't hating on each other. They didn't That's despise right. one they, they also, too, they're men and women. There was complementarity. So that, in Kemet, it was the perfect example uh, and, and, and the most correct environment to thrive as a people. Intellectually, spiritually, morally, ethically, to strive. Those pyramids were not built by slaves. They didn't have no damn slaves. They weren't uh, uh, hidden with the sting of the lash. Didn't know, yeah. didn't know you didn't know Jews, so-called Jews or even Hebrews do build any pyramids or temples or tombs. The, yes. the, the, the exodus did not happen. Born. The exodus yes. did not happen. It's a, it's a fairy tale. Yes. Fictional, totally fictional. Totally. And it's been, that's been proven. And so yes. we totally. have a model, but let me just say this. They, we built pyramids and did a damn good job. They're still standing, but we need the mind of the brothers and mm -hmm. sisters who helped build that society because they loved themselves. They loved each other. There was definitely family, men and women worked together. That's what we need. You know, mm -hmm. let me uh, get a, a, a couple of closing remarks here, but let's go ahead from brother Franklin and brother Rick. If you want to say something, anybody else want to say something, hit start I, twice. I that, uh, go ahead. It's by deliberate design that most of us, don't have anything positive to say about ourselves other than we're good dancers, we're good at rap, or we're good at sports. That's because we're not being told these positive narratives of our of our greatness, and it's by design. When it's being withheld from us, so we don't we, we don't have the image of ourselves that helps us to elevate ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it's all by design. It's for maintaining white yeah. dominance. I hear you, uh, brother Rick. You got something? Well, I would uh, you know in complete agreement with what your brother just said. We have to produce something from ourselves for ourselves and no longer do it for white people's existence. Yeah. The, you know what I'm saying? They yeah. they stole everything that they have. Yeah. That's right. Stolen. That's we right. built everything that we have. Yeah. And, and sadly, we run from anything that we have. Hey, so I, I'm in total just, agreement with what that, that brother said. Like, that's know? just like when they showed the ugly old ass queen before her ass died. He, she up there with all those Jews. All those Jews. Yeah. Stolen. If you see Africa with gold and jewels, man, I swear. Uh, Brother Paul, you got something to say before we get out of here, man? Yeah, yeah there must come a time when we uh, rid ourselves of uh, even um, talking about the uh, our adversaries. There must We must give our, ourselves a break, like mm -hmm. either it's a week or a month. Or we Nobody talks about the adversary. We just talk about the things which we need to do. Because sometimes I think we can get wrapped up in doom and gloom oh, in, in who, who they are. We we need to focus on us a bit a, a bit more, even right. if it's a, even if we have a day or two, three days where we do not mention these people at all. I we just you. talk about what we need to, how we need to progress. And and you know what, we are critical and we're hard on each other sometimes, but and it's necessary. But uh, there are there is progress being made. Yes, I think is. there's a lot of progress being made. All right, dear brother. Brother, Brother Lusk, you got anything, any closing remarks? Okay, Brother Lusk, thank you. Brother, 443, Brother Irv. Brother Oshi, I, I agree with all the callers, and especially your guests. I just want to thank God that he came on 
and provoke this thought. But and all we have is all all we have is all we need. That's right. Uh, I, I I love what Brother Paul said uh, about. Yeah. I'm not saying anything. I also love the communication piece that the other brother talks about. But we we have in actuality, we've already won. I don't think people understand that we have already won, because once you start talking uh, as he's talking, we all know the problems. And, and the brother who wrote the book uh, Addicted to White, he, he harps on that. We all know the problems. We all know what these white people have done to us. And I do say white people because I, I talk I, I use labeling is very important. You know, she said that the other day you got to say what it is and use the correct language yeah, but terminology um, we yeah. all know the problem the solution is something that 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 I'm, I'm about i'm about anyone that's about solutions uh and i and i love the fact that this brother is saying what he's saying i am i'm amazed at this cat man this this matrix piece is amazing yeah. Man. oh I, yeah I'm excited. You got me excited, and very few people do that because well, I'm gonna I tell you I next time. I, thing, next time I see I you, I'm gonna get uh, the Black People's Matrix his book, the second edition, yes. to make sure that you have. Yes, it. I'm gonna get it for you. Oh, definitely signed. Please, it'll, I'll, be, I'll be, it'll be one love piece, my brother. Thank you. <laughs> all Thank right, you. Yes. family. We end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko: "The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the mind." of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind, but not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E, because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do without, and they sure in the hell, damn it, don't want to pay for. Brothers and sisters, let us have a wonderful and blessed day. Shem Hotep means go in peace. Asante Sana means thank you. Abibi Fahodier. Abibi Fahodier means our victorious destiny. Family, we will be victorious. Peace, family.